welcome back to another episode on seeing your inner brilliance. I'm your host, awarded self-worth and confidence coach, Charlie Childers. What would the world look like if we all loved who we are, felt free to be ourselves, and passionately pursued our dreams without hesitation? I believe that is what we are all in pursuit of. This podcast is on a mission to help women around the world see their inner brilliance so they can cultivate the inner confidence to live the life of their dreams. What a universal shift in women that would create. The toxic habit we're tackling today is comparison. And not just any old comparison. There's one thought in particular I'll be breaking down. Do you ever find yourself scrolling on social media and you see another wellness coach, for example, who, like you, just had a baby and she's already back out there doing speaking engagements and bringing in new clients? You think to yourself, gosh, she's so much further along than I am. Why aren't I doing big things and balancing mom life like that at the same time? Or maybe you grew up thinking your older sister was prettier than you. And because of it, she got special attention for her looks. That's hard. Looking up to someone yet feeling like you don't measure up as a result of it. Our special guest from the past two weeks, Kat too, felt that way when she was growing up and she worked really hard to work through those feelings. You may find her story inspiring and helpful in some way. If you can relate, I definitely encourage you to listen to it. After you listen to this episode, of course. <laughs> Thinking that someone is better in whatever way, it stings, doesn't it? I'm not going to sugarcoat it. To feel less than someone or not measuring up. From my experience, personally, and with what I've seen in my clients, thinking that she's prettier than you or smarter than you, for example, is one thing. The feelings that come along with it are another. It's the soul-crushing disappointment feeling inadequate, or just flat out feeling not enough. Because we always feel what we're thinking. So I want to ask you, when was the last time you felt this way? Maybe you're feeling this way right now. Perhaps you're working towards a promotion at work, along with three other people. (laughs) Your feelings are real and they matter. I want you to know that. It is okay that you have felt this way or that you are feeling this way right now. I'm holding space for you and I hope you're holding space for you too because it sucks. Don't dismiss or discount that. Feel those feelings as hard as they are and as hard as it is for you to face them, feel them. Now, allow me to throw in another dimension to this. What if the she is it always the one you compare yourself to? (laughs) Maybe it's not the pretty perfect sister like an Encanto or the best friend you can't seem to live up to. What if who you compare yourself to the most is the version of yourself of what you should be like or what your life should be like, the expectation you put on yourself? Maybe when you were a little girl, you pictured a successful woman as someone in high heels who sat on top of the corporate ladder. And now that you aren't there for whatever reason, it's hard to accept that you aren't successful like that. Or maybe you pictured yourself married by now and you find yourself beating yourself up because you weren't living the role you thought you'd live. Woo! That is deep. (laughs) 
And to be honest with you, for the longest time, that was my story. You see, growing up, I imagined my career, and even more so, I imagined myself as a successful career woman looking a certain way. Yes, the high heels and sitting on top of that beautiful ladder, whatever it looks like. <laughs> when I felt called to go in another direction, there was sort of this identity crisis with constantly comparing myself to what seven-year-old Charlesy thought it would be. I define my worth based on my expectations rather than my experience. Woo! And for some reason, I couldn't evolve my definition of what success looked like, regardless of my income, regardless of the number of women I coached, or regardless of how freaking amazing I feel when I'm doing things like this, talking to you. I kept thinking the earlier version of me or what I expected myself to be based off that earlier version, I thought that was better. It's like you build an avatar or some sort of persona of who you should be and you're constantly comparing yourself to her and never living up to it. Can you relate? The crazy thing is that I didn't even want to wear high heels every day. I didn't want to be the corporate woman I had imagined myself of being. Nothing against it by any means. I hope you hear me. If you are in a corporate job right now, then go on, girlfriend. Do your dang thing. <laughs> it turns out I'm more of a making character reels kind of gal. <laughs> Or acting a fool and, and dancing in the kitchen for the sake of authenticity <laughs> and just being myself. Yet, I couldn't stop thinking that the version was better, that that version was better than I was. Ugh! The things that go on inside of us. The important thing is to recognize these thoughts and feelings as hard as they are. Then, you can begin doing the work to hear the thoughts, but not be swept away by them. Doesn't that sound nice? By now, I'm sure your head is spinning with instances where you've thought someone is better than you, prettier, funny, further ahead, smarter. Let's all the errs. The err syndrome is what I call it. Is it really possible to be free from all of this? Is it possible to be content with yourself and be able to celebrate someone else without feeling inferior? Yes, 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 yes. That is confidence. When you wholeheartedly believe that you are enough, that nothing is wrong with you and you are worthy of the life you want, that's when you are able, that's when you are unstoppable and ready to run. When you wholeheartedly believe that you have what it takes and you are confident in your ability to do what's needed to launch that program, build that styling business or land that job, you can consider yourself a highly confident woman. Ah, doesn't that sound exciting? So how do you get there? How do you get to that place of confidence, inner knowing, and just enoughness inside of you? How do you cultivate that type of self-esteem and belief in yourself? Good news. That's what we'll spend the rest of our time together unpacking. Be sure to keep listening so you hear all of this goodness. As I started talking about this topic at the beginning of the week on Instagram, it is quite surprising and also confirming 
that so many women feel this way and think this way because several of you opened up to me about that. And I so acknowledge your bravery in stepping out and admitting, hey, I think this. Hey, I feel this way sometime. And so I know that so many of you need this right now. So lean in and keep listening. Before I unpack this thought, though, if you are tired of feeling less than her or you're ready to stop comparing yourself to the imagined version of you, that's a sign you are ready to break free from this lie. Your next step is to book a complimentary 15-minute call with me so we could talk about what this freedom looks like for you and then come up with an action plan or a guide for how we're going to help you get there. So pause this episode right now to do that. You'll find the link on the main page of this episode or shoot me a message on Instagram. Okay, let's start cultivating. Have you ever felt super duper tired? So you lay down for a nap and as soon as you put your head on that pillow, your mind started racing. Ah, I can't sleep. What is going on? I was so exhausted before I laid down. Before I laid down. Now I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Oh my goodness, you think to yourself. But not being able to sleep isn't the problem. It's the result of being jacked up on caffeine, a swirling mind, or you having indigestion. Those are the problems, the indigestion, the too much caffeine, if you will. And they are causing you not to sleep. So when you find yourself thinking she's better, smarter, faster than you, her being better than you is not the problem. It's the result of something you're thinking about yourself. The reason you're feeling disappointed or less than is because you're mad at yourself for not showing up the way you want. Maybe you feel insecure because you have acne or you've been struggling with your weight and you can't seem to lose the pounds. Or maybe you're holding yourself to unhealthy expectations. But I promise you, there is something deeper going on within you. It's not about her. It's about you. She is your scapegoat. So when you think, oh, she's further along than I am, know that it's okay to think that. In fact, I would rather you keep thinking those things rather than try to stop them. Hold up. What? Yes, I just said that. I would rather you keep thinking those things rather than try to stop them. Because when you hear quotes like, stop comparing yourself to others. I mean, yes, that that sounds nice. But it's not like a light switch where I could just turn it off, right? And so then when you try to stop and you can't stop, then it brings up all of this stuff of what am I doing wrong? Why can't I stop it automatically? No, comparison. Comparing yourself to others is natural and it's normal. So for now, I want you to keep thinking those things. However, you have to change what comes next. That's where the magic is. That's where the money is. So then ask yourself, since I think this about her, what am I thinking about myself? Am I thinking I should be doing more? I should be working out or losing weight or whatever that makes her pretty and you not. I should be putting myself out there like she is. I should be putting my words together as fast as she does. The threat isn't what you think about her. The threat is what you make it mean about yourself. 
that maybe she's pretty and so I'm not pretty and therefore I'm lower than she is or she's smarter. She is landing these jobs and, and landing this promotion and getting ahead in her life and because my life doesn't look like that, I'm far behind. I'm still stuck and, and at the start line trying to start but I can't seem to get there. So you see what I mean? The threat isn't what you think about her. The threat is what you make it mean about yourself. That you are further, or that you are behind. That you are less than. That you are not pretty. That you are not doing enough. If you have listened to this episode this far, it likely means you are here to untangle yourself from this lie, which is exciting. It's an opportunity for you to change your patterns and change your heart to see yourself in a new light. Oh, hear me again when I say that it is okay to think that someone is better or more put together than you. It is what you do with that thought afterwards that matters. Because up to this point, thinking this thought, thinking that someone is better than you, that has stopped you in your tracks. That has prevented you from starting and it has caused you to shrink and play small. Where, your time for a change. You're ready for a change. You want to take the next steps in untangling yourself. And now that you know better, you can do better, as Maya Angelou says. So the next time you think this, do not let it stop you. Because you are. You are going to think she's better than me in some way. Maybe you're thinking that right now about me. And it's okay. It is okay. Have that thought and then lean into it by asking yourself, by her being smarter than me, for example, what am I saying about myself? That's the step I want you to take, friend. What, whenever you have the thoughts that she's better, turn it inward. You cannot judge someone without judging yourself first. So in your judgments of someone else, go a little bit deeper and try to figure out what you're judging about yourself. That is where the work is. That's where you get down into the soil of the garden of your mind and of your heart. And you get to really get in there and dig the things out, dig the limiting beliefs, dig the feelings of unworthiness out. But if you're always trying to just slide on top of the soil and smooth things over by skipping from one thought to the next thought and trying not to go deeper with it and trying not to do anything with it, then it's really hard and practically impossible to get any real depth or real movement inside. So what is it about her that you find so much prettier than you? Why are you envious that she is teaching classes and caring for her baby? Why do you feel like you can't get to her level? Why are you so attached to that vision you had of yourself as a little girl? Unpack this for yourself. So often we have the same thoughts because we allow them to play like a broken record like a broken record in our minds. You think about it over and over and over again without pausing to question it or explore it. And I get it. Thinking she's further ahead and the crushing feelings that come along with it are hard. It hurts. Like I said in the beginning, I hold space for you and those feelings when it comes to that because I've been there. I've been there in some way. 
Exploring this thought, though, allows you to get to know yourself better, and it raises your self-awareness. So exploring the thought is like you being on a hamster wheel, and then by exploring it, you get to jump off. <laughs> it is your jumping off point into getting to know yourself and discovering things about yourself so that, so that you can learn to start viewing yourself and your thoughts objectively. Exploring this thought leads you to enoughness. So ask yourself, if she's so good, then what does that mean about me? I had a client who was building her home decor shop. She and her girlfriend decided to each open a shop up around the same time of each other. One thing though, the girlfriend was doing really well with her shop. It seemed to just, you know, she opened her shop and it seemed to just like really take off. She was bringing in customers, expanding her following, and she was seeming to really love what she was doing. Have you ever known somebody like that? It's like they touch one thing and then it just turns to gold. <laughs> My client, on the other hand, could not seem to get it right. She could not seem to get her business off the ground. She had tried everything over the past few years, going from Instagram to Pinterest to Facebook to taking courses to, you know, retweaking her messaging and, and changing up her, her posting style. All of these things the gurus, the experts tell us to do. And while they can be important and meaningful and valuable, she just could not seem to get it off the ground. And more so, she could not figure out what was wrong with her. She felt like something was wrong with her because her business looked unsuccessful from the outside. And she resented her friend for her success. My client felt really down on herself and her husband's constant reminder that her business was unsuccessful, that sure didn't help. <laughs> Within a few weeks of working together, we discovered that feeling like something was wrong with her came from a deeper place than her business, that it came from her past, essentially. And she had no idea. She had no idea that she had been thinking about herself for years and years and decades and that it was all surfacing because she was at this point of trying to do something new and stepping out, but she couldn't move forward because this belief was blocking her. We also discovered that while she wanted the same success her friend was having, she didn't want to do it in the same way, primarily through social media. She didn't want to be on Instagram. She didn't want to be pinning things and creating, you know, graphics on, on Canva. She was doing it because she felt like she had to. Now, she loved her business, and so she, she kept going with her business. But while she was building it, she healed that belief that something was wrong with her. She got to the root of it and the bottom of it, built up her belief in herself that she could do this, and she opened up a shop in her own town. She became a local home decor shop because that is what felt aligned with her. And when she did that, not only was she feeling worthy of her success, she was at a point where she could receive that success because she recognized that she was worthy of it. So the comparisons you feel most often actually relate to the things you highly value. While you may be a little annoyed at how pretty your sister is or how successful your best friend is, the fact that you have these feelings can be useful if you let them.
Sometimes feeling these unpleasant emotions like disappointment and resentment actually point you towards things that are important to you and are a chance for you to tweak aspects of your own life. However, if you're constantly thinking she's better, she's better, she's better, she's better, you're never allowing yourself the opportunity to dig under the soil. Self-awareness is always the first step towards positive change. And the positive change you want is to feel worthy, content, confident, or enough. So turn your focus back around to you. The goal isn't to control your thoughts. Like I said, the goal isn't to whoop, stop comparing myself. Done. Never again. <laughs> no. The goal is to not let your thoughts control you. One of my favorite quotes, and I don't know who it's by, I give them mad love for it. The quote is, life is too short to spend another day at war with yourself. When we try to ignore our thoughts or push them down, brush over the soil, if you will, we are creating an internal war, often unknowingly. We feel like we are doing the best thing, right? Eh, not so much. <laughs> As Tony Robbins says, what you hold in your mind on a constant basis is exactly what you will experience in life. So if you think you're less than, if you constantly feel less than, then you're going to get less than situations. If you think you're just as amazing as she is, then you're going to get amazingness. This, has, this dabbles into law of attraction, manifestation, and the universal law of cause and effect. I'm going to leave you with one last thing as we close. The light you see in others is the same light that's shining within you too. Feel it, sis. Feel it. Embrace your light. Magnetize it for all to see. And you may wonder, who am I to be brilliant? Who am I to be fabulous? Who am I to be amazing and have abundance and happiness in my life? Who are you to not be? Who are you to not be the one to do that or get to that level of success or get to that level of impact? There is room for both of you. And just because your journey may look different than hers doesn't mean that your journey is denied. So keep going, friend. Keep leaning into you and you will get there. You will see. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Seeing Your Inner Brilliance. Hey, if you did, then will you please leave a review in Apple Podcasts? Reviews are one of the major ways Apple ranks their podcast. So even though it only takes a few seconds, it makes a big difference and it really, really means a lot to me. Thank you so much and I'll see you next week. <laughs>